6.30 on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to SFM Sports Wrap. This is the Monday edition. It is the PSL radio show, Segunjolo. We're talking all things PSL. And certainly when it comes to PSL over the weekend, wow, absolute delight for one of the uh, PSL sides, Orlando Pirates. They are through to the CAF Confederation Cup final. In the year that the CAF Confederation Cup was argued to be tougher than the CAF Champions League proper, Pirates make it through to the final. What an incredible achievement, which means, of course, that there's even uh, more long-term benefits for South African football if Pirates actually go on and win this, because with um, with uh, two teams in Chiefs and Sundowns already qualified for the Champions League, and Bidvest Blitz for finishing third in the league, and then Nedbank Cup winners Ajax Cape, um, uh, runners-up Ajax Cape Town, who qualified as finishing runners-up to Sundowns, who already qualified for the Champions League, uh, they will qualify for the CAF Confederation Cup, but if Pirates win it, they will qualify as defending champions. We'll have five South African teams in continental competition next year. That's only if Orlando Pirates go on to win it, but still, it's been uh, an absolute delight to watch Orlando Pirates overcome Al-Ahli. And uh, I can tell you that with t- t- tonight we're going to be focusing on um, Orlando Pirates' victory with Eugene Zwane, former Orlando Pirates uh, midfielder and real star for both uh, Cosmos and Pirates in uh, years gone by. We'll also catch up with Keegan Dolly. He was instrumental in Mamelodi Sundowns victory over Chippy United in the Telkom knockout and we'll chat to uh, Ernst Middendorp, uh, the new coach of Free State Stars. He's brought great success to Free State Stars in the limited time that he's actually been at the club. Well, we'll get into that as the uh, show progresses. First up though we're going to start talking sports news and we'll start off with um, a little bit of news uh, rugby, Springboks let's, uh, let's start off with the Springbok news uh, Heineken Bayer making two changes then to his team to face the United States in their final Pool B clash of the 2015 Rugby World Cup. Loisin Volvo and France Malherbe will both start for the Springboks against the United States. Malherbe alongside Bismarck Duplessis and uh, Bieston Tararia in the front row, while Volvo will start in uh, the left wing. Habana will play on the right wing. Rudy Page is included in the uh, replacements bench and should make his World Cup debut off the bench. Meanwhile, the United States coach Mike Tolkien has made 12 changes to his starting lineup, which lost 39-16 to Scotland um, for the match against the uh, the, the, the box. Only full deal, Samu Manua and uh, Blaine Scully have retained their place in the starting lineup. The match 23, though, includes seven players who have not played in this year's Rugby World Cup, including South African-born Niku Krier, who is set to make his World Cup debut. Let's move on to cricket. Uh, South Africa were 66 for three, as it stands, after 12 overs, chasing 93 to win in the second T20 International against India at the Barabati Stadium in Kadak. Natalie Dumanas uh, watching the action. And, uh, Natalie, let's get straight into it by talking about the, uh, the South African bowling performance first. Albie Morkel, 3 for 12. First time he's taken three wickets, but uh, uh, certainly a long time coming. Certainly a long time coming, and 3 for 12 in four overs, an impressive performance by him. First time he's played in T20 internationals for South Africa since April 2014, when he played in the World T20 semi-final against India as well. And no boundaries hit off him today. No wides either from him. He did say earlier on this year he still wants to play in the World T20 next year, and he's going to fight for his place in the side. He was given a chance after an injury allowed him to come to India and give him an opportunity. He was brilliant today. All the bowlers were really good. Kakiso Rabada, 1 for 18 and 4, was brilliant today as well. Bold with pace, bold with venom. Imran Tahir, 2 for 24 in 4 overs. Chris Morris, 2 for 16 in 2.2. So, just about everybody picking up a wicket. And South Africa will be really, really happy with that performance. 
Yeah, I think uh, certainly Albie Morkel making a real uh, chase and reminding us what he's capable of. But uh, let's talk about the uh, Indian run chase. Uh, Ravi Ashwin, I mean the uh, South African run chase. So Ravi Ashwin doing his bit to uh, try to foil the South African victory. He's picked up all three wickets. He's such a brilliant T20 bowler. And in fact, Faf Duplessis himself said he feels he's probably the best spinner in T20 internationals and probably even one day as well in the world at the moment. He's got a wealth of experience. He's played now 164 2020 games. That's the domestic games. Obviously, lots of IPL cricket that's under his name. And he takes a wicket every game that he plays. And today, in his four overs, which he's finished now, unfortunately, from India's perspective, he took three for 24. Absolutely impressive performance. Interesting tactics as well by Dhoni to bowl him through, because generally Dhoni bowls his bowlers in one-over spells. But today, he decided to bowl him through, and he picked up the three wickets to fall, that of De Villiers, Amla, and Duplessis. Well, Natalie, uh, we're going to have to leave it there. We won't talk about the uh, crowd violence, but thank you for the updates. Let's move on to football now. Defending champion Supersport United, paired with Golden Arrows. Uh, Kaiser Chiefs will play Black Aces. Mamelodi Sundowns will visit Free State Stars in the quarterfinals of the Telcom knockout. Orlando Pirates, who had their match postponed owing to their CAF Confederation Cup commitments, will face the University of Pretoria in their last 16th tie on October the 16th. The victor will play Maritzburg United in the next round of the tournament. Further afield, Al-Ahli have reportedly sacked their coach Fatih Mabruk in the wake of the club's CAF Confederation. Cup semi-final loss to uh, the Buccaneers. According to Egyptian English language news website Ahram Online Al-Ahli's uh, youth football sector manager Abdelaziz Abdel Shafi is expected to be named as caretaker coach uh, by the Egyptian Giants. Under Mabruk the Red Devils failed to win any trophy this season the first time since 2004 and briefly in news from Europe, Chelsea have offered their support to uh, manager Jose Mourinho after their worst start to a top flight season since 1978-79 and Liverpool have made contact with Jurgen Klopp as the Anfield club look to replace Brendan Rogers. That's your sports news. The Department of Basic Education National Spelling Bee has started. Nine provinces are busy with knockouts where three of their best spellers will compete in the national competition on 10 October 2015. The 2015 National Spelling Bee is to improve annual national assessment results for grades 4 to 6 and help them read and write competently. The ultimate winner is awarded a full academic scholarship from Monash University, South Africa. The 2015 DBE National Spelling Bee Competition is brought to you by the Department of Basic Education in partnership with SABC, Spell It and Camp IM. Righto, need some chinos for my sister's wedding. Maybe these beige ones. Wait, what's the difference between Kalahari beige and Sahara beige? Or beach sand beige. Pleats or no pleats? It's too hard. Some people can't handle variety. For everyone else, we've got Rurio Futter, Espresso, The Real, Man Cave, Survivor, Arrow, Amazing Race, Clover Little Big Cook-Off, and loads more. So if it's variety you're after, find it on SABC3. Make pink your signature color this Breast Cancer Awareness Month. SAFM, supporting the fight against breast cancer. It's time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League, fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by APSA. Today, tomorrow, together. PSL Radio Show. Radio Show. 
SFM South Africa's news and information leader. Let's look back at the uh, Telcom knockout and Free State Stars. They really have enjoyed a great deal of success since the arrival of uh, new coach Jens Bindorp. And uh, later success, of course, being the 1-0 victory over Bidvest Blitz in the Telcom knockout round of 16 on Saturday. Delighted to say Ernst Bindorp joins us on the line. Ernst, thanks for joining us. Hello. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Congratulations, firstly, on that win over Blitz. And indeed, uh, what's been a very positive start to your Free State Stars uh, <laughs> tenure? Yeah, it's quite interesting. Uh, I think nobody was expecting uh, uh, to be at the draw today, uh, uh, handling this this uh, final eight uh, Telkom Cup uh, notice. But uh, in the end, uh, uh, Big West uh, missed uh, some chances, in particular in the beginning of the game, in the first 30 minutes. They got us a second life, a second chance in the second half, and we took it. And uh, then in this moment, uh, don't blame the other one. Uh, we took it. Uh, they didn't. We had a fantastic goalkeeper uh, performance uh, on this day, and he showed uh, which standard uh, we can expect from him. And uh, yeah, in this moment, uh, it's, it's of course it's, it's boosting the confidence. It's definitely something what this team uh, was lacking uh, in the first weeks of the PSA, uh, no doubt. Yeah, well, the results have certainly been uh, coming for for Free State Stars. But are, are you happy overall with the team's performance since you've arrived? Do you feel it's improved significantly? <laughs> Yeah, good. Uh, I said it immediately on Saturday after the game. Uh, the PSL game, uh, we played a week before against Midwest. Uh, I believe it's, it was a much, much more quality. Uh, um, game from our side. We deserved normally in this game. Uh, the stats in the end showed it. And if you go really uh, proper, honest uh, in making an assessment after the game we played in the PSL, I must say man of the match at this time was uh, Monique Joseph. And um, I have seen uh, good performance in this game over 90 minutes. We were a little bit up and down uh, during the last game, the cup game, um, not really having a good start in the first 30 minutes, struggling quite uh, much. And that is what in the moment is, is going on. Uh, players uh, playing sometimes uh, above level, what they can deliver. Other players are not uh, able in this moment because of uh, having not had uh, a pre-season like Stenbison Gobo, like Ruben Pibachang, like uh, Moketsi Sekola, all have been uh, injured, all came in late. So, and because of this, there is an up and down, but we have to deal with it. We have to look into this uh, squad and, and try to find uh, the right way, in particular now, having a break in the next three weeks. Uh, uh, our next game is on the 21st of October, uh, playing Polokrani City, and uh, this time we definitely will use uh, yeah, to, to work on specific uh, uh, progress of uh, several players. Yeah, fair enough. Well, uh, you talked about the Telkom knockout. Obviously, you're up in Johannesburg where the uh, draw took place earlier today. You pitted away to Mamalodi Sundowns, but the, the way your team is playing, it seems like you have, uh, you mentioned confidence as well, the confidence to take on any team. Uh, what do you make of the draw against Sundowns? Yeah, you know, this is something what, what uh, soccer players, soccer teams must understand. It's, it's soccer is about uh, teamwork. Uh, the teammates must uh, uh, encourage each other. They must trust, trust each other. They must uh, work together and they must really cover each other at any time. And uh, I think that's, that's a very, very clear message uh, uh, to teams. Uh, if you want to be successful, you have to do it uh, uh, being part of the team. And the purpose is that the team is winning. I saw a game on, on Sunday afternoon, uh, I believe uh, it was a game where 
uh, one team played uh, during the entire time, despite they had 11-11 on the field, but uh, this team played uh, definitely 10 against 11, because uh, a player is uh, on the field, was on the field, just uh, celebrating himself, just working on his own uh, pleasure, and that will not work. Uh, I think actually uh, that is the understanding we produced uh, inside the team, and the players are able to understand, and then they can feel free, free in making the right decision in the final third, doing the right stuff with the purpose of uh, being confident in the final finishing and uh, players like Danny Venter, Andrea Felicia, who really haven't had the game time uh, enough before, are really showing the example what's possible in this moment if you go into it and get the trust uh, from your teammates, from the technical team and inside the club at all. And I think this is something uh, I'm always talking to the players, be confident, if not even uh, uh, to a certain level arrogant, uh, then you can manage uh, games against even so-called bigger teams. I mean, it's it's just amazing for me that it, 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 it seems it's motivation really that was required and a little bit of self belief from the players because you know first three games for Free State Stars only one goal scored seven goals conceded but in the three games that you've been in charge uh, in the league that is I mean six goals scored two goals conceded I, I can't imagine that that entire turnaround would come solely based on a little motivation and self belief. Yeah, listen, but this is something uh, I really don't understand. Uh, it's it's unresearched uh, here in South Africa. I don't understand this really, how in particular uh, uh, some media guys, uh, so-called journalists, are writing really uh, about something. I have done the same in, in Bloemfontein Celtic. I came in in October 2013. The team was on position 40. It was in a messy situation. I took over from Clinton Larson in this moment. I had to repair uh, the situation to bring in new players uh, from the second line, third line, 14 players removed, and then in this moment went in the end of the season to position 5. The same was done in 2009, taking over um, Maritzburg United. The same was done in 2011, remaining 5 games in the league to keep golden arrows. We had to win three games to keep them in the league. We did it uh, so far and I think actually uh, sorry, it's not the first time. It's really something like like a magic. It's not. It's just a hard work. It's just a very clear concept uh, going into these games, into these clubs and then if the players are following. But now the main, the main, the main message in soccer is if players are following, it's just something what normally is the easiest way. The management guys, the owner, they have to follow. They have to follow what has to be done. They have to follow what is uh, important. And I think this is what we have here in, in Free State in the moment. And this is what was all of a sudden here and there and different other clubs uh, left uh, out. And I think players are, are realizing uh, where they can go. Uh, if there is uh, everybody reading on the same page in the Bible, you can achieve a lot. Fair enough. Well, uh, Ernst Middendorp, I think you've done a fantastic job uh, since joining Free State Stars, as you point out. You have done before me, as well. Let me just run one message uh, in the end. of it. Let me just uh, uh, take one step. Uh, the coach uh, is only a little small part of everything, but he is definitely somebody who must put the finger in into something what has to be done inside the club. And then, if everybody is able to follow it, and this is here in Free State Stars, it's a fantastic meanwhile, young, good mixture of a technical team. It's really a management around Ranzi and Kotso inside the, the family of Mokoinas. And they understand that's the only way forward to come out of a messy situation. And I think, uh, from my side, thank you to each and everybody 
in the Free State uh, Start family and in Bethlehem uh, regarding the supporters and so on, then you can achieve something. And let's just continue. Let's just go for it uh, in the near future and in the future in total. Well, fair enough. Thank you very much for joining us. Best of luck against Sundowns when you meet them in the quarterfinals of the Telkom Knockout and certainly in your next league game against Bulukwani City. Thank you very much. It's FM South Africa's news and information leader. Well, we continue talking uh, Telkom Knockout and, of course, the spectacular performance by Mamelodi Sundowns uh, saw them to a very comfortable victory over Chipper United in the round of 16 in Attridgeville. And the uh, ever-maturing Keegan Dolly opened the scoring in that match, a 2-0 victory for the Brazilians. And I'm glad to say he's on the line. Uh, Keegan Dolly, thanks for joining us. Hello. Hello. Um, thanks for having me. Uh, firstly, uh, congratulations on uh, on the win. It must be d- delightful as well for you to s- uh, see that your scoring run has continued. Yeah, look, um, I'm happy for my team. Um, we haven't started well, but yeah, things are looking better, and yeah, I'm scoring a few goals, which I'm happy about. Yeah, the brace against Chima Cosmos, and then uh, the opening goal in this uh, game against against Chipper United. Uh, is it just a purple patch? Where, where, do the, where's the, where's the, where does the scoring boots come from? Um, look, I've been working hard for the past few seasons and I haven't been scoring. So I told myself I should just keep on trying and it's actually paying off. And I also want to give credit to my technical staff and to my teammates for always um, encouraging me and being there for me. So, yeah, I think um, it's all because of them. Well, I mean, you, you, you have obviously settled into the Sundown side fairly quickly. I mean, the first time I saw you was in that uh, MT8 quarterfinal against Bloemfontein Celtic. Your combination with Tickle Medice was outstanding on the, on the day, and it just seemed as if you'd completely settled. Is that down to the environment that the club has created? Yeah, um, look, when I got here, um, but my teammates were very welcoming, and I just felt at home when I started training with them. And I think it's also because I've I've been at Sundowns before, so I I kind of know all the other people that work for Sundowns. So when I got here, um, it just felt like home, you know. Well, uh, not too far from home, I suppose, ultimately for you. But as you say, it does feel like home, put you in a comfort zone. But uh, let's just talk about the match against Chipper United. Uh, they, they did seem to absorb some of that pressure that you were applying early on. But once you broke the deadlock, it, uh, it was all Mamalodi sundowns and a uh, fairly comfortable victory in the end. But do you, do you feel you were made to work as hard as you could have done on, on the night by your opponents? Yeah, I think um, Chipper came out with, with their own plan. And in the first few minutes, it worked for them. Um, we tried scoring, but the goals didn't come. We had a few opportunities. And once we, we got the first goal, I think um, we, we started being more relaxed on the ball and um, things went smoother from me. Let's talk about the uh, Tokum Knockout draw itself. Uh, put it away to Free State Stars. How do you feel about that quarterfinal draw? Um... I think with, with the form we are in now, um, I think we're ready for the challenge. But um, we, we're taking one game at a time. We're not in a rush. So for now, we're focused on our next PSL match, and hopefully we, we will continue our good form. 
Yeah, your good form has been impressive. Just on, on that point, though, I mean, I mentioned your impressive link-up with uh, the midfield maestro himself, Tiko Morise, but uh, he, he wasn't available over the weekend uh, with an eye infection. I mean, is, is he back? Is he available? And uh, are you guys going to be linking up uh, after the international break in the Colours of Sundowns again? Yeah, hopefully he'll be back by then. Um, I'm not sure we we on the exact date of which he'll be back, but... Um, Hopefully for the next match he'll be there and we'll be linking up again. Now, as much as I talk about your impressive performances for uh, Mamelodi Sundowns, Keegan, you're not only impressing with the Brazilians, you're also impressing with the national under-23 team. Uh, You're going to be off to Senegal later this year to uh, bid for an Olympic gig in Rio next year with Owen de Gama's squad. Uh, I mean, how strong is the squad and how realistic is a place at the 2016 Rio Olympic Games for this, uh, this team? Um, I think we have we have a good squad. Um, we all concentrated on one goal, and that's reaching the Olympics in Rio. And so far, so good. Eh? Um, I believe in the boys, and we have a good coach. So I think we can go all the way. Keegan, obviously role models are important for younger footballers, but I mean, you're, you're somebody who, who seems to have matured as a footballer and is, is really maturing at uh, Sundowns in a, an impressive capacity. But there must still be some role models for you. Who inspires you as, uh, as a footballer? Um, I look up to Steven Pinar, the likes of Messi, and obviously my mom and dad, you know, for, for what they've been through to... to get me where I am today, so I always thank them, and yeah, um, I just want to keep on working hard to, to, to improve their lives and mine. Well, Keegan Dolly, you've improved the lives of uh, many footballing fans who've enjoyed watching you play. Uh, we wish you uh, a continued success with Mamelodi Sundowns, and it's great to see you scoring. I hope uh, that you continue to score as well in your performances with the uh, national teams as well. Thank you so much, Dwayne. Dwayne DeLocker on SAFM. SFM South Africa's news and information leader. Well, the enormous story and the absolute delight of last night was Orlando Pirates beating Al-Ahli 4-3 at the Suez Stadium in Egypt to advance 5-3 on aggregate to the CAF Confederation Cup final. It was an enormous hurdle to overcome. And Orlando Pirates, having been defeated by the self-same Al-Ahli in the 2013 CAF Champions League final, overcame their old enemy in what was uh, an absolutely startling match with an even more startling result. But we've got a man who's uh, played for the black and white of Orlando Pirates, the uh, legendary midfielder Eugene Zwane on the line to talk about this game and uh, Eugene thanks for joining us just what is your initial reaction to uh, last night's match well I was kind of surprised but very pleasantly so because um, I could not have uh, reasonably predicted that Paris would do so well score so many goals against Al-Akhi in Egypt so it was a surprising yet pleasing performance uh, from uh, from Orlando Paris but I think it underscores the fact that uh, Orlando Paris is a very talented team, they have a group of players that have a great deal of talent, uh, maybe I can even go on to say they demonstrated the kind of commitment that um, championship winning sides are made of. So yeah, a very pleasing performance uh, for Orlando Paris and I uh, suppose for all South Africans that love and support football. 
Well, uh, football, I think, was the real winner, wasn't it? Because uh, if you look even in the other group, with uh, Etel de Sahel knocking out Zamalek, who were much favoured, and uh, Orlando Pirates, to be fair, were not favoured to, uh, to beat Al-Ahli when you take in, into perspective on a continental stage. Uh, ultimately, yeah. it's the two sides that finished second in their respective groups that have come out on top and that have made it through to the final. I mean, do you read anything into that, or is that just the beauty of football? That's the beauty of football, especially continental competitions. You know, um, uh, teams that qualify to participate in these competitions don't do so because uh, they were done favors in their domestic leagues. They do so because they've won uh, league titles uh, or cup games, cup competitions, and they have therefore qualify uh, deservedly. And any team that, uh, uh, um, that doesn't respect the opposition do set their own terms. So we've seen uh, teams that no one has given a chance rising to become uh, dominant figures uh, or features in those competitions uh, as we've seen now Orlando Paris. Nobody gave Orlando Paris the chance to progress to the local stages. Uh, nobody gave them a chance to get to the final, especially not against Al-Akhi. And they've turned it around and now uh, they're in the, the final. In fact, they've now become favorites to win the competition. So, so it's the nature of cup competition football. Um, and, and what is particularly more pleasing for Orlando Paris is that they've done this against a backdrop, the backdrop of uh, uh, serious, serious injuries, uh, long-term injuries and suspension to keep players. Just consider the fact that Sangeni was in there, Brighton Strong on the number one seat was in there, uh, Jello was in and out due to suspension, Manisa was in there last night. Uh, also underscores the fact that when they had full strength, they kept capable of producing even better results. So, yeah, so the nature of com- competitions, uh, com- continental football, there is no weak team. You cannot underestimate anything. Eugene, I mean, overall the result, though, went to Orlando Pirates' way last night, and certainly nobody will ever fault uh, Orlando Pirates' character and determination out on the pitch. But when you take into recent uh, consideration the way they've campaigned, especially in the group stages and that 4-1 loss in their final group stage match uh, to Zamalek, do you think their performances are as good as they could possibly be? Uh, I, I think so. I think um, part of the challenge um, for Paris has been the, the changes that they, they were forced to make, especially in, in defense. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't work. We saw yesterday uh, Orlando Paris conceding three goals. You know, uh, if they hadn't scored the amount of goals that it did, it, it they could have lost this game embarrassingly. So, so it can work, and sometimes it doesn't work. Yesterday, defensively, the display was not very convincing, right? They saved for the fact that they, their pickups were able to convert a lot of goals. So, so it is going to happen from time to time, uh, but it's really, it's really about uh, having the depth, the depth of talent in the team so that when, when these changes are forced on the team, the team is still able, uh, is still, is still able to concede. Much the same way, the 4-1 defeat uh, to, to, to Zamalek was, was also underscored by poor defensive uh, performance. And we've also seen in the league, uh, even when they're able to put up a decent defensive performance, then they don't score goals. Then you know, it's a 1-1, a 1-1 game, 0-0 game, even though they were dominant in, in, in that game. So, 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 yes, they've got the depth, they've got the quality, they've got the talent. But it's really about choosing consistent performance, performances game to game. Uh, but the mitigating factor for them is that uh, they've had a number of injuries and suspensions 
have not been able to show a consistent team. And also the fact that they haven't had a rest, they, they talk of fatigue, the players, the, the players have had to be rested and others given a chance. And things. So those, those are all factors that, that contributed. But uh, the point is that uh, um, for them to go on to challenge for big things on the continent, on the world stage, they'll have to produce far more consistent performances. Eugene, yes, fair enough. When you look though at uh, Orlando Pirates, uh, Eric Tinkler, a lot of uh, pressure. Some people feel he's under based mainly on his domestic results. But you you look at his substitutions last night. Erasmus comes on and scores. Oh. Rahale comes on and scores. Saar comes on and completely shacks things up in the in the middle of the park. I mean, inspired substitutions. Oh. I mean, is there any credibility yeah. to those that are saying Eric Tinkler is not yet a complete coach, or or saying that he he has his weaknesses? Uh, no, I think uh, uh, Eric Tinkler must be giving far more credit than what he's been given currently. He's converted that team into a main fighting machine. Uh, what, what is particularly pleasing for me is how they play on the surf. They, they play like a team that is being encouraged to express themselves, to, to play attacking football, to play the kind of football that's pleasing to the eye of supporters. And, and that's what Paris is doing very well uh, currently under, uh, under Eric Tinkler. I think the one thing that they need to get right is, is, is to score goals. They create a lot of chances. A minimum of 10 on average per game, they're able to create. They take strikes at goal on average 5, 8 per match. But their conversion rate is far below what they were able to create. Yesterday was a, was a rare exception in terms of a higher conversion rate relative to chances that they create. If they, they can convert like they did yesterday, the, the chances that they create, far it will be difficult uh, to stop uh, going forward. So, so a lot of credit must be given. I think, I think uh, uh, the revival of Farid and the quality of the football they're playing currently has a lot to do with, with the man in charge. Fair enough. Well, uh, Eugene Zwani, thank you very much for your insights and uh, opinions on the PSL radio show Second Jalo tonight. It's an opportunity. Thank you, PSL radio show. Well, it has been a really busy time, and uh, I, let me just give you a quick update from the cricket. There has been some uh, crowd violence. Players are currently off. Uh, owing to the uh, the crowd violence that sparked a little earlier, that looks like they are going to return. South Africa, though, 70 for three. They're chasing uh, 93 for the victory, so they need 23 or 42 balls. But that's all we've got time for tonight. Nalidi uh, Maleo up after the news with the talk shop, so don't go anywhere. Plus, uh, catch Brad Brown, whose birthday was today. Yes, 29 again tomorrow. He's back in sports wrap. But from uh, Siobhan and I, uh, the team, PSL Radio Show, Sekundjalo. Cheers, it's 7 o'clock.